When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. I'm gay. Now. The Ryan Kelly Morning After. KPN TFM. HD2. Collinsville, St. Louis. Hey, Kelly, morning after. Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Plowhawk, and uh, Ken Strode out in the Michelob Ultra Studios, Doug. But, yeah. uh, he was going downstairs, not going up, so that. He's just working. <laughs> Grinding. Yeah. The financial uh, situation for a, you know, a huge business like Hubbard is not a simple one. I agree with that. It is not. The needle is always moving, and you gotta, right. you got to have a guy like that in the room at all times. I agree with that. Someone has to have the finger on the pulse of the financials. Uh, so Iggy is attending uh, to that, and maybe he'll be back in the 8 o'clock hour. Maybe he won't. Jackson, are you in your studio? Stop. Oh, there he's is. right there. Ooh, Michelob Ultra Studios, Ryan Kelly, morning after, 8 o'clock hour. It is September 14th, 2023. Uh, send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, which comes your way at approximately 945. Jackson and I will go down the hallway, and we'll just deal with the situation. Uh, it's called Balloon Party. What do we have coming up today? Uh, we'll have the half and half and kind of another wide berth Thursday. That's just word salad. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, it seems like it's just fancy names for nothing. <laughs> DraftKings Cal asked a real detailed question on balloon par- or on QFTA about balloon party, and I gave I gave I gave he he said he wanted all the nuts and bolts and all of the things. Mm-hmm. And I said I'll give you everything I can. DraftKings Cal. So uh, that's there along with two of the hottest erotic stories. Ooh. Uh, that it, one, of course, included a rainbow shower. <laughs> uh, you can send your questions or erotic stories in or anything for QFTA team McKernan at InsideSTL.com. Uh, and, uh, Doug, uh, as you might imagine here, they're not happy in New York. You got the Mets and the Yankees situation. Mm-hmm. The Giants lose 40 to nothing to the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football 24 hours later. They're all fired up for the debut of Aaron Rodgers. And unfortunately... It doesn't go well. Now, sometimes people give takes in sports media in 2023, mm-hmm. yeah. and they get passionate about them. Yeah. Uh, at WFAN, uh, they were passionate about the Jets. Uh, here is uh, Brandon Tierney. Okay. Hit the lever, Plowsy. And four plays in, he's done. He's done! Mm. Do not tell me today that the season is over. Get up! Stop walking around work like a loser! Oh my god, New York. Get your act together! We're playing until January! There is no way that I'm tapping out now! No chance! If you didn't kill us last night, we are unkillable! I have Zats back. I'm not saying Super Bowl. But I am saying playoffs with Zach. And I, I think the season, in fact, might be over, BT. I had to break it to you. Uh, uh, listen, that's fine. Doug, <laughs> 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 the passion for the take seemed like it kind of fizzled out when the guy help. simply presented, I think the season might be over. He was out of gas at that point. <laughs> Have you ever been that passionate about not just I'm your football team, but anything in life? Where you would stand, you could tell he got up and started walking around screaming. Yeah, what was that? It did sound like his chair was. Yeah, <laughs> fake. He was standing. He was. St- so what was that sound? That was the chair moving, oh. like his, <laughs> the back of his calves moving the chair. Gosh, I guess that's that's how you get to New York and make big bucks in the radio business. That's what they're looking for. Out you there. can't just look at it rationally and say, "Well, these things happen to older players." 
You can't. That would, that would not be acceptable. Stephen Wildwood says my my throat is still burning from my mic drop yesterday. Don't know if it's scorched from the hot takes or just permanent damage to my vocal cords from yelling. That's from Stephen Wildwood. Could be. Yeah, he was unhappy about. I guess the Cardinals. I assume. Yeah, win one ninety nine perhaps, and then upset she, by that. Chiefs fans yeah. in St. Louis. Yeah. Yep. What else we got to root for with the Cardinals now, other than one ninety nine? Drew Rom. I hate, but he looked good last night. Lost yes, another home run. Yeah. I think the bigger problem would have been if the Cardinals were indeed in contention, a game out or not, and they were trying to nurse the Wainwright situation. What would you do then? If I don't, every game I don't was, think they would have done it. Yeah, if every game was uh, vitally important, you're going to keep putting them out there. I don't. I'm not sure they would have. Uh, Doug, other New York uh, takes uh, this. Uh, this. Do you ever listen to Joey Bonino? No, I do not. Uh, what a New York name. Uh, Joey Bonino uh, also still likes the Jets' chances. Just Does like he? Brandon yeah. Tierney. Okay. These guys don't give up. Hit the lead. Joe, how are you feeling right now? Good. I feel real good, man. I'm pumped up. I mean, I, you know what? Here's my take on this, okay? This is a good football team. They won a stellar game last night. Rodgers is gone. That's it. It's over. You know? Uh, every, the entire offseason was about Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Well, now this football team... The dynamic has changed, and now this football team has to show, and I think they will, and they started showing it last night, that they're a pretty damn good team even without Aaron Rodgers. Now, obviously, the drop-off with Zach Wilson is, you know, I mean, it's dramatic. (laughs) With that said, with that said, this is a, let's let's be honest, this is an elite defense, okay? They won the game last night. They did what the elite defenses do. They took the ball away, and they hit the quarterback. They sacked them five times. They turned it over four times. (laughs) Uh, I think this team is good. I think this team can still win. Why not win the division? You just can't go into this year thinking you're going to win a championship now. Like this, like for, for Joe Beningo, this is why the Joe Beningo denial seven stages of grief thing was perfect because yesterday's like, I feel good, bro. I feel good. Stop. All I heard from him his entire life is, I'm going to die before there's a Super Bowl, another Super Bowl, I'm going to be dead, <laughs> bet the Jets after I die because that's when they're going to win, and I need the Super Bowl. You better win this year, bro. You better win. He golfs to Rob Sala, right? Yeah, you got it. pressure on you. This is the year. You better do it. You got your quarterback, blah, blah, blah. Then yeah. the guy, his Achilles is rolled up into his freaking calf. On the fourth play, and you got the little oh, schmuck man. kid coming in to take over. Joe's the like, little schmuck good. kid. Oh. No, you don't. How about we do the swallowing now? You don't feel good, <laughs> man. Stop it. Stop. Oh, the same what station. What are you talking about? You guys are lost. Dude, uh, I don't know how. is a WFAN. So he's making fun of somebody that works there? Uh, the little uh, schmuck kid, I believe. Is, is that Zach Wilson? I think That'd so. Dude, Wilson. if I'm an athlete and I hear these dumbasses, <laughs> like... Mm-hmm. There are some parallels between what happened to the Rams in 99 here where you had a quarterback you really thought had something going. He gets hurt. You bring in an, an unknown, untested guy. And, and you were on the radio team. calling him the little schmuck kid? No, I didn't. No. Yeah, but, but Zach Wilson played last year, so they know what they have there. Oh, they, they definitely know what they have. Top draft pick. They had no clue what they had with and Warner. by the back. way, like... If they if they didn't have Garrett Wilson catching that ball because it was one of the worst thrown uh-huh. eight yard little fade patterns I've ever seen a quarterback throw, like that was all the wide receiver. That should have been a pick or an incompletion. Yeah. So the Jets really should have lost without the complete athleticism of a wide receiver. So Zach Wilson gonna get exposed. Uh, Mike Greenberg uh, got emotional, uh, oh. Doug, oh, uh, really? the morning after on uh, on uh, what is the name of the show? Get up. Get up. Yeah. He was doing the monologue, and then he had to pause. Because <laughs> he was going to cry? Where's this show played? It's not on the radio anymore, is it? ESPN's morning show. <laughs> but do we have that? No. Oh, we don't have that. We don't need somebody almost crying. I'd love to hear sports it. Injury. Well, he talks about the Jets every day. I mean, in the offseason, he talks about the Jets. Uh, Dick Vermeil almost cried. That's his team. Trent Green went down. Hey, he was weeping, wasn't he? Well, he cried Zach, all the time. Zach Wilson probably hadn't practiced with the first unit all season, and no one probably gave him any look at all or much attention, and now he's thrust into the. He might be better than what they think he's. Didn't he play be. most of last year? Yeah, he's going to be he terrible, did. Doug. Well, it's, it takes a lot of quarterbacks a year or more to kind of get into the group. I wouldn't give up on him. Is he a second round pick? Don't give up. First round. Pick. First round. First round. Pick. Pick. Yeah, the first round, too. Uh, if you're interested in betting the Jets to win the Super Bowl now, Doug, and I know you were talking about it, they're plus mm-hmm. 4,700. So that okay. has moved uh, substantially. You have a good defense. 
the Chiefs are plus 620, or plus 690, uh, the St. Louis Chiefs. The 49ers are plus 620. Eagles, plus 790. Cowboys, plus 950. Boy, that thing moved quickly after a big Sunday night win. And the Bills, plus 1,000. And do you say Bengals or Bengals? I say Bengals. So oh, the Jets beat a the Jets beat a team that's uh, considered one of the top five or six in the league, and they're opener without Rodgers. I don't know why they'd all I just come where, completely unglued. I see where Kaepernick's agent reached out to the Jets, say he's interested. Yeah. Well, he has. It's been what seven years now since he really played six or seven. I think maybe more than that. We, Tim and I suggested Sam Horn go play for the Jets. <laughs> Leads him to a Super Bowl. Oh, we get a shot. And then Drink still says, you know, I think Brady's our guy. Mm. <laughs> Sam Horn to the Jets. <laughs> or Drew Locke. Drew Locke's available. Well, I guess he's a backup right now. But Maybe Chase Daniel come out of retirement in another backup role. Yeah. Like it could all happen. Uh, text in 314881-TMA5. That's how you can text in the program. It's the EDF Group text inbox. And you can email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email. I mean, is this weather as, as glorious as it feels to me, Doug? Does it Resort feel weather, same? yeah. It's like it's Southern California. Mm-hmm. It's glorious. Right. Uh, design Air is the sponsor of our email of the day. Also, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. And Seth Goldcamp is who sets up our HVAC systems, me and Doug. And we recommend him and his staff to you. Fourth generation, if you run into any heating and cooling problems... Just make sure you go to designairservice.com, and a service tech will be out there super quickly, super effectively as well. Can't say enough good things about our experience with Design Air over the years. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. We're in the Michelob Ultra Studios, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbohydrates. Michelob Ultra, sponsor of the TMA Hit and Giggle. That's brought to you by Michelob Ultra, along with Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, and Family Golf. It's benefiting the Megan Meyer Foundation Friday, October 6th, at Family Golf and Learning Center. Trying to get Brian Kelly to come. Um, in the know, studio? In Well, to, to the hit and giggle. Oh. Since he'll be in the area on October 7th. Yeah. And we want to set up a little room at Family Golf, maybe one of the simulator bays, where we can dance, and then he dances behind us, and then we take, like, pictures in a 360 and then just let him grind upon us. No, I didn't like the last part. Hind quarters. So your $55 ticket may include that, but I know it'll include nine holes, beer from Michelob Ultra, and lunch or dinner, depending on your tea time. Playing in threesomes, and uh, you can sign up individually or in threesomes for the fun and games. And then Iggy will be hitting six balls, and I uh, am anxious to see if one of them will go 230 yards. At the TMA Hit and Giggle. Give me problematic. What? Yeah, it's uh, it's not just the tendonitis. I can get through that, but I was vacuuming the other day. Oh, no. You got a vacuum cleaner injury? Yeah, believe it or not. <laughs> you're just an, a, yeah. you're an athlete. I told Plaza the other day. <laughs> but I was uh, vacuuming with my back toward the kitchen as I was going through the living room. And my left arm, as I reached back to pull the vacuum... There's a little bone next to the elbow. What is that called? Like, what is that uh, bone? Funny if you, bone there? If you feel your elbow and then you go to the right, there's another bone there. Is it the ulna? And I smashed that against the uh, side of the uh, wall. Oh, nuts. And that's kind of bruised. That hurts. So. Well, you've got a couple of weeks to recover. I do. I'm not, I'm, again, not making excuses. I'm just saying it's going to be problematic to hit a 230. Yeah. Oh, we need that. Well, it's hard to vacuum your living room and not get hurt. <laughs> Well, when you live in a 200-square-foot apartment, you're always bumping into something. Yeah. Uh, Chris Raby says it's called the lying bone. <laughs> it's not oh, the funny bone, it's the lying I bone. I've never heard of that. that. Well, believe what you want. I don't care. Yeah, you've had it now. I said I'm not going to make it up. I'm not going to make excuses if I do Oh, it's on my arm. No. You know my arm hurts. So if I do it, I do it. If I don't, I don't. Because you're going to dug a milkshake. Oh, mm-hmm. So... Okay. Can I have it right there? <laughs> yeah, if they serve milkshakes at uh, Family Golf, I'll buy you one there. Adam Betts okay. will have one ready. <laughs> yeah, sure. uh, Raby did an audio postcard, Jackson? Yes, sir. What do we have? It's called Unleash the Creep. Doesn't have a job. <laughs> oh. Called Unleash. Introducing Ken Strode like you've never heard him before. And he came to me and said, I think we were 18 or 19. And he said, I'm thinking the priesthood. What do you think? 
in his first full-length comedy special, Unleash the Creep. No, I still want to have sex. <laughs> That's Consider this creep ready to roll. I have like four or five of you in this room, actually. That's the problem. As he in. takes dead aim at everyone. Then I came up here, I'll try it on you guys, and you let me know what you think. But mostly the bowling community. I look out at the audience and go, you hear people talk about bowlers. Oh, they're fat, they're slobs, all they do is eat and drink and eat greasy hamburgers, and they don't take care of themselves. <laughs> then I'm going to stop and look I said and after I look out, out there at this crowd you're probably right <laughs> you can hear that punchline coming from a mile away right? no topic is off limits for a creep like Ken all, all the husbands are looking at their wife is it you? Unleash the Creep, Ken Strode's first <laughs> full-length comedy special, is a 7-10 side-splitter. In Unleash the Creep, Ken delivers timeless bits like, hey, those are my credentials. I said what I was going to do. I started reading off my credentials. And then I said, oh, I'm sorry, those are my credentials. Uh, 22 years hosting Kegler's Corner, three uh, years coaching... Oh, wait a minute. Those are my credentials. And, hey, did I tell you guys about how my whole family went to a Los Lonely Boys concert instead of a make-believe Hall of Fame induction ceremony that I created in my brain? And uh, everybody went to Los Lonely Boys except for my niece. She came. I said, and the answer was, you see, I have one family member here tonight. My niece is here uh, because they only had 10 tickets and she was as out of luck. So she's here and the other 10 family members are close to my voice tonight. Creep ahoy! Here comes Ken Stroh. I remember my doctor told me I needed to stop masturbating. I beg your pardon? Yeah, my doctor told me to stop. Like I need to stop masturbating. I said, why? He says, well, I'm trying to examine you. Oh. And what's a special without Ken's smash hit closer? They had a nickname for me. They call me Pockets. They had a nickname for me. They call me Pockets. They're out there fishing, and I'm, they look over at me. I'm just standing in the street with my hands in my pockets. fishing. They start calling me Pockets. No way, that's a real. No way. Unleash the Creep, the first special from Ken Strode. I, said, I remember my first time I turned my signals on properly. I was always in my lane and two hands on the wheel, and I got a C. Shelly Steininger hit a mailbox and a trash can, spread her legs with a dress on, and got an A. Oh, come on, you didn't say that. Hey, Creep, or should we say Pockets? What's the school, the girl's school across the Incarnate Word Incarnate Academy. Academy. Yeah. And one of the guy goes... Yeah, I used to date a girl and went to school We've there. We've got another nickname that might just stick. <laughs> Hilarious. I said, I'm still dating a girl that goes to school there now. You said I that. I am tired. And he thought that was funny. Maybe one more nickname for you. <laughs> Don't we call we're calling one of the stars of Los Lonely Boys on the show. Encore. He never answers. No, how many rings does it take? Unleash the creep. Oh, this is good. Sinbad adjacent all day, every day in the TMA skeleton. What? Hey, this is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Leave a damn message or I'll stomp a mud hole in you and walk you dry. Oh. Wow, wow. Doug, I mean, what an audio postcard from Chris Raby. Uh, I mean, there is, there is, Brad and Boca says Raby should go into the Hall of Fame now. Mm, that's the best one he's ever done. The total package says listener of the month is set. 314 says, holy hell, I'm crying. Uh, Mr. Lick says, I'm dying. 314, man, that's so good. Chief J. Strongblow, this is an absolute masterpiece. Uh, great work, Raby. What you think, Pockets? That's oh. from the 830 Recreator. I said it's one of the best he's ever done. How about that? I found it funny. Now, a lot of it he took out of context. I wasn't. It sounded like it was coming from your Las Vegas lounge. Yeah, yeah what was that at? Some of that, that was are... things I said on the show when he just piped in. You have a residency crowds. at the family arena or something? <laughs> yeah. Some of it was real from the uh, Hall of Fame where I introduced Chris McClellan. You think that was funny? Wait till my induction. Okay. All kinds of material. <laughs> what was the deal with my credentials? Those are my credentials. 
I was supposed to be introducing Chris McClellan to get his award for Hall of Fame. I introduced him, and I started reading off uh, my accomplishments. I said, oh, wait, those are my accomplishments. I'd... So you wouldn't even give this guy his due on his induction ceremony mm. night? And then I looked at the USBC. I said, you hear that, guys? Taking notes. And two years later, I'm going in, so maybe it worked. Oh. You used your bully pulpit to, to not give this guy his due <laughs> and to pump your own self up. Well, after that, I read his credentials. Oh. After I made some jokes. Okay. Now, I don't know if this, the one I'm in next month, when I give my speech, I don't know if anybody's going to be taping it. I'm not going to tape it. So. No, you're going to tape it? I won't. I it just so it. happened that Chris's uh, aunt was taping it, and she sent me the audio. But I'm not going to tape it. No. Well, why don't you tape this one for posterity's sake? Okay. Set up a tripod and your camera, and you'll have it always. No, I don't care. I'm not going to tape myself doing my own speech. Well, why not? Because I don't care. No. Well, if it's a big moment for you, you might as well have it on video. It's not a big moment. No. There have been other Hall of Fames, and there'll just, be more in the future. Just another Hall of Fame. I mean, just another Hall of Fame. How many can you go into? I see where Bernie Miklas is going into the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame. Yeah, Congratulations to him. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you think you deserve to be in that one? Probably. And that's based on what? Well, being in radio for 32 years and... But there's a lot of people that have doing almost been in radio no, for a long a lot, time. There's not a lot of people in this market that have been in radio for 32 years. I, I don't know. I bet there's more than you think. Oh, Has Bernie I, been doing radio 30? Yeah, probably Bernie, probably. Frank Cusimano, yeah. you, Randy, Randy Character. No, because yeah. neither of them started in 1992 when I started. Well, it's, well someone well, started Randy earlier than Randy was doing it in the 80s. And Frank's been doing his thing well, since like 92. You know, you, I guess you consider KMOX sports radio. <laughs> yeah, I would consider it a radio station, sure. Yeah, they're, they're definitely radio. Not sports radio. <sighs> and then Bernie retired for a little bit and then came back, so he hasn't been doing it constantly. But you were on furlough for a while and came back. I was never really on. I was never really out of radio for more than a couple months before I got another job. Well, and that's usually when I was waiting for another job. Oh, I do. Well, the, the fact of the matter is, I've been doing it for thirty two years, and I've done it. everything. Hard. Those guys you talked about have just been on-air people. I've been producer, I've been on-air, I've been co-hosting every morning show, afternoon show. Executive producer of 13A of the Woman. Executive <laughs> producer. Jackson. I did Cardinal pre- and post-game show. I did golf shows. So you I, think you've had a better career than Bernie Miklas and Bob Ramsey and Frank Cusimano and Randy Carricker? Well, it doesn't matter. Better career. Longevity should matter. Well, you're saying they were just on the air. That's all they did. Well, yeah, which is fine, but I've done everything. None of those guys produce radio shows. Well, I think Randy did. I think Randy, at the beginning of his career, produced a radio show. All right, well, we've named one. Doug said there's more than you think. I think there's a lot who've been in radio for Not who've done everything years. I've done, and then... Well, it's harder to be on the air than it is to produce it. Producing your you caller... You think so? Yeah. I think it's easier to be on the air than produce radio. I don't know. Radio, you get on and talk. Producing, you, you're in charge of doing much, the whole show. How much producing goes into this show? No, I'm not talking about this show. <laughs> well, I'm not a producer anymore. I'm not a producer anymore. Okay. Uh, now I just talk. All right. Too much. <laughs> but when you're a producer, back when shows were constructed and you had segments and you, you had topics to talk about and you had guests lined up, mm -hmm. that's all the producer does, all that. How about John Rooney? Would he be deserving? He's just on the yeah, air. Well, probably. He does a play-by-play -play guy. Yeah. A little bit different than... Being a radio host. I would think he's probably already in it, wouldn't you? I don't know. He's been calling games since 2006. Yeah. So, I don't know. So who's going in here? Let me see. I just typed in Missouri Hall of Fame 2023. Oh. There's a bunch of them. Have fun bunch read, of them. reading some of these. Yeah, there's people. 20 or more. Oh, yeah. They just sell as many as they can, and that's why you got the 1948 Kickapoo lacrosse team probably going in. Mm. In 1948? I mean, how many members of this squad are left? Well, the parents will come and pick it up for everybody. The parents, their parents, born in uh, the, born just after the Civil War. Uh, we got the 1991 to 1993 era Clinton High School girls cross country team. Adam Wainwright is in there. Yeah. Todd Light, Doug, number 41. Yeah, out of the University of Notre Dame. Yeah. Psycho T. Uh, Barrett Jackman's going in. Kenny Wallace, our cohort. Jade Delsing, Tony Van Zant. Kelly Mulville Stalhuth, is that how you pronounce it? Sounds right. 
Uh, all all the teams from 1959 to 1974 in the St. Louis University men's soccer era. Really? So a thousand people. How many? 59 to 74. My God. So a thousand people just made the. Greg Vitello, Linda Wells, Bernie Miklas, Joseph's Academy girls tennis program. (laughs) (laughs) Is that maybe that was that St. Joseph's Academy or is there a Joseph's Academy? I I don't know. Probably St. Joseph's. Doug Smith. But that's the St. Joseph's Academy girls tennis coach. Not was he number thirty-four? And he wore an undershirt, didn't he? I don't know the numbers, Tim. Lindsay Kennedy Eversmeyer. Oh, of course. She's well overdue. Doug, is it Dave Luce or Lowe's? I, I don't know. College basketball coach. Lowe's? Is that Brad Luce's brother? Doug, is it Brad? I, I just don't know the gentleman. The 1984 to 1989 Crystal City High School girls track and field era. Oh, they right. could run. Oh, that was a squad, yeah. Dick Cook, the Crystal City High School track and field coach. Uh. Kalia Collier, baseball executive, basketball executive. Mark Mullen, Missouri S&T athletic director. Randy Albrecht, St. Louis Community College Merrimack basketball coach. Tom Smith, Missouri Baptist University athletic director. Harry Weber, sculptor. And finally, the 1973 Washington High School State Championship football team. A sponsorship table of 10 is $1,500 and includes recognition at the table and in the printed program. An individual ticket is $150. Numerous sponsorships are available, including associate sponsorships as well as congratulatory ads. The event is a fundraiser for the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame, a 501c3 not-for-profit that is now in its 29th year. For tickets, call 417-889-3100. There you go. Some of you people out there listening realize what I'm talking about. You should have gotten in ahead of all these people. This is a joke. Uh Uh-oh. Gosh. How about the Halls of Fame that you're in? Not a joke? Uh, no. No. Very deserving. (laughs) It doesn't matter if I if I if they call me and said you're going in, I wouldn't accept. No, I, no, I would see why you wouldn't. I'd be hypocritical. I'd be hypocritical to call this right. kind of a joke Hall of Fame and then I accept to go in. It's, but I should be in. Well, I don't know that longevity alone gets people in. But I think I've been pretty successful in what I've done. I don't know. Not, I've, I've been in media money. for forty some odd years. Does that automatically put me in the I Hall of Fame? I think you should probably be in too. Oh, I haven't done enough to be in the Hall of Fame. Why? You've been on TV. I've you've just been, been around. I just there. You've been clung to a job. You've been. That's all I've done. With my fingernails on the edge of a cliff, I've been clinging to employment. For all right. All nothing this against time. Bernie. Cause I think Bernie should be in too. But what has Bernie done that you haven't done in all the years? He talks on the radio. You talk on TV. What's but, the difference? But just doing it doesn't put you in the Hall of Fame. You have to be exceptional at it. You have to be one of the best ever. Well, you're one of the best I ever on TV. I'm not. I would hold your breath on that. Why isn't Tim in? He's the best ever host that ever, oh, ever been. He's not in. All right. He, he's not paying your salary. Well, we don't know that. <laughs> you, think, you think I am? <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Um, Orson Woods Wacko says Quinn Snyder's going in. Oh, really? I didn't see his name. I didn't see his name either. I'm seeing a bunch of different, like, the people you just named, Tim, I did not see any of those. Are you looking at Missouri Sports Hall of Fame or St. Louis Hall of Fame? I clicked on the link from the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame Twitter account. Yeah. And it was sent out September 13th, 2023. Jackson, you're looking at the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. That's totally different. No, Missouri. That's that's Greg Marisek's. uh... Oh, looking at Missouri Sports Hall of Fame. Like, I see Psycho T is going in. Like Psycho T. Okay. What year are you looking at? 2023. I wonder if they, they, they may have... Oh, they got reserves just in case nobody feels no, they, 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 <laughs> I think they may do two a year. Wasn't there a push to get Kroenke out of there for a while? Yeah, but... What if he still in? Probably did a $10,000 donation. Yeah, I'm sure that. he donates a lot of money, so... Uh, I don't know. Now, you don't need to put all those people in. I mean, you know you're trying to raise money. And that's it. it just makes for a long night of people getting inducted that nobody knows who they are. you got to sit there through it. Everyone People's going to give a speech. They're all going to give a speech. Especially telling stories from 1948's team. Could you imagine how boring that would be? Oh, my gosh. Well, there can't be many people alive. Come on, Cedric, get off. From the 1948 team? There can't be anyone still alive. <laughs> when I had to cover that thing for two years, being down there, and we did like an hour <coughs> and a half. What did you do, the rag carpet? <clears throat> no, we did had they like all a... get out of their individual Buicks? <laughs> no, we had like an hour and a half pregame. And I had to sit there in that place oh, that... and talk. Even worth and then I had to sit there through it all. 
It had to be frustrating knowing you were deserving to be in it, and yet you had to cover yeah. it. I think at one point I said, I can't believe I'm actually talking about all these people that I should, they should be talking about me. Yeah. Um, but they, they, knocked, they knocked Ned's little thing. Ned used to introduce all the people. Ned Reynolds. Yeah. And it took so long where I think I'm the one to complain. I said, this has got to stop. Yeah. I remember when I covered him for KY3 back in 1972. We had a nice conversation. I went, Shut up. Introduce him. That's what you do. Introduce. It's oh, not about you. Gosh. And then the person would get up. Uh, he caught the biggest bass in 1972. He's going in. He told fishing stories for 45 minutes. Oh. This has got to stop. Yeah. And they do. They got rid of Ned's little thing, and then they just <laughs> they give the people, supposedly you got three minutes to talk. That's about enough. Yeah, but Claves didn't like that. Claves said... Uh, I think he told the story, he goes, he told me at three minutes, hell with that, I'm going to go as long as I want. And everybody does. It's still a five-hour thing. Yeah. But you didn't go to Claves. You weren't invited? I had no intention of going to Claves. Oh. It was a tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Like if you don't go to a wedding and people say, oh, our wedding reception is so great. Thanks for the invitation. You're kidding. That's what I said to Jay. I said, oh, where's my invite? A fun little joke, no intention. Yeah. Mm. And then he left me a ticket like a last minute. I'm not going. And he took us seriously, purposely. And so now you're at loggerheads with him. No, we're fine now. Okay. Well, I don't know. I think he still feel that pain. No, I texted him a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. Okay. We're fine. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy who deserves to go in. Yeah. Frank, do you like chocolate bunnies? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, Doug, uh, the Buffalo Bills off to a rough start, and now the reporters are also having problems. Uh, Bills reporter uh, had a hot microphone situation regarding uh, Bills receiver Stephon Diggs. Take a listen if you will. Oh, no. I couldn't hear it. I could not hear it. The audio is legitimately so bad. Boy, she's in big trouble. Well, why did we have it? Because I knew it was going to come up, and if we if I didn't have it, I'd have to pull it later. So I was like, I'll just put it in there now. What but did they I, say? I, I amplified it, but it can sound just as it probably sound worse it's, amplified. It's, that's why this is like a non-story because you can barely hear it. What they say? I'll play it again, amplify, but I'm worried about how this is going to sound. All right. I can't hear it. All I hear is a guy saying no. Right. That's why the so what the reporter said was. In, in regard to Stefan Diggs saying, he'll just look at me in my face and say, F you. That's how he treats everyone. <clears throat> okay. But the audio is so bad. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't think this is a story. Okay. You'd like us to just move on to something else? No, not in terms of our show. I'm saying, like... I wasn't even aware of it. I just saw it in fun with audio, and I go, oh, I'll play it. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's been uh, over the news uh, in the last 24 hours of this reporter, and she put out an apology, but I really don't think it's a story. Usually if you issue an apology on social media, it's well-received. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, uh, it's sincere. Doug, uh, if you go to the front page of ESPN.com, there is only one college football coach on the very front of the page. I'll let you see who it is right now. Drinkowitz. Oh, it is. It's Eli. There he is. Elia. He's talking to Dominic Lovett, so I don't know if this is an updated picture, but it says college football week three buzz. Could Mizzou pull off an upset of K-State? How do you do? There's a little buzz now about a magical morning in Mm. mid-Missouri. 11 a.m. kick. Does that say that? What's that? There's a little buzz? Uh, No, that was me and my incredible improv ability. buzzing Mm. over that Middle Tennessee State game. Yeah, they're excited that they scheduled two cupcakes and barely beat them. What are you talking about? Is this? Is it a slow uh, schedule in college football that they It's a terrible weekend. He's on the front. I mean, the following weekend is ridiculous. Who's LSU playing somebody fairly decent this week, I think? Uh, Probably Mississippi State, I believe. And Tennessee's playing somebody decent. They, They have their annual September game in the Swamp. Or in Knoxville. This one's in the swamp. Doug, is that seven and a half? Is that the number? I don't know what the number is, Tim. 
think it's seven and a half. I don't know if it was your take in there because people are really down on the Gators after that uh, loss in Utah. If you want to get a little preview of uh, what's going to take place in the Dome a week from Saturday, the Memphis Tigers uh, are on television tonight taking on the midshipmen of Navy. Yeah, but the following week, September 23rd, you have uh, Notre Dame hosting Ohio State as your headline game. Tough break for NBC that uh, the Missouri-Memphis game will be on at the same time. Right. Deion Sanders' team will head to uh, Eugene, Oregon. That'll be a defining moment for this them. This week? That's, ne- that's what I'm saying. Next week. Next week. Hotty Toddy, good God almighty, goes to roll Todd, 2.30 game. And uh, I feel like there was another one that was a big game. Now, Arkansas LSU, that might not be as big. Is it as usual for, because I was looking for some teams that I like. I was Florida looking, State Clemson, that's it. I was looking for USC. They're not playing. Colorado's not playing. Is it unusual for to play two two weeks and then take a, your third week and you don't play? You get already got an off week after two weeks? Uh, I've, I can recall that happening with Missouri. I don't know. Plowhawk, yeah. I don't know about your ILL. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the schedule looks like. You get two bye weeks, so. Yeah. Penn State, Illinois this weekend. LSU is at Mississippi State. Mm. Iggy. K-State, Missouri. State. Those are all 11 o'clock games. K-State, Missouri is an SEC Network game, Doug. But you got SEC Network again. You're back. Well, I can watch it now, yeah. 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 I don't know. The best game this weekend? Mm. Bill, Bill, Bill. Do we, I don't know if we have two ranked teams playing I each other. I don't think we do. Yeah, I guess LSU Mississippi State's probably the best game. I guess. Yeah, Florida Tennessee a lot could of be good. But Florida doesn't look very good. Uh, Minnesota North Carolina that might be fun. Well, we're really stretching. I yeah. tell, I listen. Beamer ball going to between the hedges. Twenty-eight and a half point dogs. <laughs> it's tough in an SEC matchup. I mean, but I think Missouri was similar. That number was similar when Georgia came to Columbia last year. Missouri and K State could be a good game. Number is down to three and a half in my book. Yeah, I don't know what they see. What do you make of that, Jackson? You about to put some cash in there? I don't know. I, I think people are overvaluing Missouri's defense. So it sounds like you're betting the Wildcats. Well, I don't know what the Wildcat approach is because if it's run defense, I actually like Missouri's chances. I think the secondary can get a little soft. Heather Dinich, what's your upset pick for week three? Missouri over K-State. Oh, listen, oh, Heather Dennis. She's well known in the betting community. If it's uh, if you're expecting it, it's not an upset. Mizzou had a lot of work to do after nearly losing to Middle Tennessee last week. K State's the better team. Mizzou is 116th in the country in sacks allowed per pass attempt. Oh, sources indicate Eli Drinkwitz will make some changes to his offensive line. Uh, keep an eye on right guard and sold-out home crowd will help propel the Tigers to an emotional, much-needed win against a ranked opponent, Doug Heather Dish. Yeah. It would be a huge win for the Tigers. It would be. It would be. It really s- would be. Second-ranked victory for Eli. It'd be his biggest win in his career. Yeah. With Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it truly puts that. I mean, I, you say that, and then they could wind up losing it in Memphis the next week or Vanderbilt. But if that program's undefeated going against LSU. That makes people who would normally yeah. not give a damn pay attention to yeah. it. Be better for Missouri if LSU could win out going into that game if Missouri can pull off this upset. And Heather Dinich is reporting it's going to happen. She yeah. says yes. She says yes. Well, we get that right guard situation taken care of. That's the yeah. one you've been... Mm-hmm. When I watch that game, I'm like, if they get a right guard situation, they're obviously going to beat LSU. I would but you just so. got to hammer that down. Yeah. It actually could be beneficial that they played so poorly against Middle Tennessee because it's kind of like a wake-up call early as opposed to like last year where the wake-up call was Kansas State. So, maybe. Colorado's playing Colorado State, moron! That's a oh. 3-1-4. Well, I looked yeah. up DraftKings' uh, lines. I didn't see Colorado playing, so that's why I said it. So, blame DraftKings. Go yell at Portnoy. College game day. That's yell at Portnoy? He doesn't own DraftKings. No, he pretty much promotes them all the time and his own... He, he he compares his <laughs> sports book to theirs and thinks says we're better than DraftKings. Uh, I don't yeah, think that sports book exists anymore. Yeah, Barstool Sportbook is no more. Really? That pen, mm. pen. I thought they were in like four states. Well, they, the pen deal. Pen and opened deal. up books. Opened up uh, like they did, parlors. They right, but the pen deal has ended. So yeah, that was yeah. like created. Well, he by used like to talk about deal. how they were better than DraftKings, so maybe they're not. Don't you think much of the country is going to want want to watch Colorado every week to see what they do? I do. Yeah, I, I really do will. I'll watch that game. I mm-hmm. think it's an eight o'clock start. 
Do you see they beat Alabama in, in terms uh, of views? this weekend? Yeah, the, the numbers are Alabama, ridiculous. Texas, they, Colorado and Nebraska beat Alabama, Texas views. And Alabama, Texas was prime time. Obviously, Colorado yeah. and Nebraska was right it was 11, that. That's insane. It was 11 o'clock. I mean, that's, that's usually a you know garbage yeah. spot. And, and out there, that's a 10 o'clock start. Deion Sanders is one of those guys that you just can't take your eyes off of him. Well, had He's they got, started the season 0-2 or 1-1, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. But they go into TCU, probably a parallel to Missouri LSU in 2020 with regards to TCU in 2023. But either way, his personality and then the success, and then they just beat the hell out of Nebraska in the second half. Yeah. If so, I'm, I'm Dion, I'm going to Chicago. I'm becoming the Bears head coach, and I'm drafting my son in the top 10. Uh, he, he may be right Gone where he'd like to be with. for a while. Maybe. I bet you he gets an opportunity quick. Yeah, he will. Depending on how the season goes, if he, you know, loses the rest of the games and wins two games. But it's pretty darn cushy to be a big-time college football coach. It's it's a lot better situations to be had there than some of the NFL Yeah, jobs. but Bill Belichick and those guys make about $15 million a year. So the money is definitely in the NFL, I do believe. But I don't think he's worried about the money. He's... I don't know. No, no. There's no. some college coaches that do awfully well and control their own fate. They're in charge of everything as opposed to the, the agents and the GM and true. the president and the owner in charge of everything. And usually if you go to the NFL, you're going to a team that's bad because they fired their coach, and you could be faced with a rebuilding project that's not so easy to do. I'm sure some of the top college football coaches have no intention at all of going to the NFL. Oh, not after they sell Saban. Once Saban can't have success in the NFL, I think everybody's like, ugh. Right. Ain't doing that. Yeah, it's a great equalizer. Guys, Mark Marin is on the Riz Show right now. Is he coming by your show? No. Right. Doug, uh, I asked for him. Did not want any part of our show? I didn't. I know we were trying to get Pete Holmes last week, and they said he's not doing media. Um, oh, he didn't come in at all? He didn't do anything? Tried to get Jay Farrell the week before, and uh, she never got back to me. He was on the wrist show. And asked for Mark Marin, and I think what it is is, and I don't blame him, I really don't is that I don't think they like the fact that we don't, we only go for the big ones. No, I respect that. I got no problem with that. Yeah, Riz puts them all on, which is fine. Uh, that, Scott and I have talked about that. I don't think he puts them all on, but he he, he is not as uh, particular. Smart play. Plus, the show, their show's effing huge. Oh, I know. I, I've never complained about, oh, you're one of the Riz oh, show. I know, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know you're not complaining, but I get. I got no problem with any of the whole thing. No, and I told her, I said, I get it. And she goes, you always just want the big ones. I said, I get it. We're picky. I said, so I get it. If we don't get them because we don't put the other people on you want us to put on, I apologize for that, but I get it. So, Quote, unquote, it's not hard to produce our show. Five minutes later, he lists four guests he tried to get and couldn't land. That's from the 314. Oh, Gummy, here uh, comes the excuses. There's no chance he asked for them. We're cresting, cresting. Oh, crest. Let's go ahead and pull up the text. I pull up the text. people wrong again. This text. has nothing to do with me. This has, uh, Scooter says, I call. Show proof that you asked for Mark Marin. That's from mm. Scooter. These I have nothing to do with. All I do this is I reach is out awkward. to the word. That's from Big Top. Yeah. You like that? This is. I don't mind it. This yep. I just reach out to the people from Helium, and if they either say yes or no, I mean, there's nothing I can do. I don't know them personally. Where I can call them, if I could call them myself, and I knew them, they'd come on. Yeah, we almost had Quigs last week. <laughs> All right, you can you can start with the green if you'd like. Very close. Uh, start with the green. I'll agree it. Three will take in studio: Jay Farrell, Mark Marin, and Pete Holmes. Of course, the big ones. Hello, I'm kidding. I will try. Um, uh-huh. Doo doo that, That's it. Yeah, that wow. I heard the, the time killing doo 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 in there. <laughs> that's what I heard. Well, that's what my ear I, I up. just read the I just read the text. <laughs> three, what they we, say? three we will take in studio. Um, it was before. Uh, hi, Steve Trevino. This week he is great. I love him. No one else on the show is familiar with him. I wasn't familiar with either. That's I just said I love him. I didn't. Doug, we got thrown under the bus. We got absolutely dragged. thrown under the bus. like the chair stealing. She incident. doesn't know you guys. Well, I'm the one who has to interact with her, so I wanted to think I like these people. Yeah. Um, Smart to get that out on air. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really sorry. You know I like to take care of you. No worries, I know. Three will take in studio. Jay Farrell, Mark Marin, and Pete Holmes. Of course, the big ones. Oh, I'm kidding. I will try. 
So there you go. That's, that's That was my text. Okay. Uh, KG Notown says he will reach out and try to get him on. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> right, just like he got everybody else on. You said we had in our 15 sponsors for Pepper and Genie. It never huh. happened. Just go, yeah, go ahead. Do what you want to do. What if he gets him on? Would it increase the tensions between the deuces? Well, he wouldn't know who to call at the place, so no. have fun. What if he showed up here and Marin walks into the yeah, studio? Don't challenge him. Well, I mean, if he wants to leave his job and come here and grab him by the arm and throw him in here, fine. Good job. Wow. Hmm. I would love to be a celebrity to get dragged by some dude and right. thrown in a closet <laughs> and said, dance, boy, dance. If you're them, if you're trying to attract customers to your show and you come to a station like this, you would think it'd be great, right? You could hit five or six without ever getting back oh, in the car. absolutely. Yeah, I wonder if he, you think he's going on. Like, I would imagine he, he's got to have a relationship with Chris Convy, I would think. Wouldn't you think from Convy producing shows and comedy? So we'd be on Courtney's shows. I don't know. Mark, I'm, why I'm yeah, I don't know. Mark Maron is pretty big. Oh, huge, man. I don't know if he would know who Chris is. I mean, Chris is fairly big in St. Louis. and Chris produces national shows. He did the Smithsonian event. He did what? The Smithsonian event. He produced it. He goes and he produces oh, events. Well, maybe he does. I didn't know he produced it. I just knew he did some stand-up yeah. here. And he's, I think he's got a show this weekend uh, bringing four or five comedians in, so... Uh, but he's on the Riz show. He's not on Courtney's show, is he? Uh, all I know is the Riz show. I can't. Oh, well, I'm gonna text her right now. I'll say who are we texting now? I'll text Meredith and I'll say he's uh, Meredith. I'll say Mark is over in the Riz show. Does he have time to stop by when he leaves? Huh? Maybe he can stop by balloon party if he doesn't Wait. have the time. Sure. Oh yeah, did you get Cardinal takes? Blue season's about to start. Yay. Do you think they like? Oh. You think they like these radio appearances, or they just do them because the they comedians know they have to? hate them? I bet they do. Because it's, it's, it's hard to sit down and immediately be funny. It's a theme amongst comedians. It's not that. It's it's, it's kind of like you got to go in and you're going with a bunch of, you know. Hacks. Right. Tell us a joke. <laughs> Tell us a joke. Mm -hmm. Be funny immediately. Right. You know, like. But, I mean, that's that's why, for real, when it came to the, Kevin Nealon's been on with us twice. And I just, I have the greatest amount of respect. I mean, not only is he super cool and kind, but he he is able to answer the questions that you know he's been asked mm. by guys like us and ladies like us for God only knows how long, like he's never been asked it before, and then tells the story with the same sincerity and detail every time. Right. And, and uh, who was it that was in? Marlon Wayans was awesome. Yeah, Tommy yeah. Davis, I thought was pretty good. Tommy you were Davis off that day, I think. Tim Meadows. I, I mean, Tim Meadows, about. yeah. Yeah, I would have loved to have been Yeah, he was pretty good. Strep throat that day. Brutal. I was really looking forward to that one. And who was the guy from New York, the blonde-haired guy? The... Uh, Michael Rappaport. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah he was yeah, outstanding. He was I he forgot was about him, too. He was... He, he was a friend of the show. He became a friend of the show. He, <laughs> he went was... to Crown Candy because of us. Did he? I saw... Yeah, what I found bomb. interesting with him, because I got him from the lobby and brought him up, is he was swearing like a sailor uh, before he came in, just kind of talking it over with him. And then he steps in there, puts the cans on, and doesn't even come close to swearing. Like, he's so... That's like a, a talent, I think. To just, like, not be able to swear when that's such a big part of you and you're not doing radio every day. I don't know. I thought that was fun. Yeah, I guess. He's just being polite and being professional. Yeah. He was a big, he was a big time actor in the 90s, man. He was yeah. huge. Doug, what were, were you? He was on Friends. He was in Higher Learning. True mm -hmm. Romance. Uh, and I love the film Beautiful Girls. Did you? Yeah. Copland. Yeah, he was in a movie with... Um, guy, who's the guy that was the first big detective on NYPD Blue? David Caruso? I believe so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was in a movie where... Generous executive Mike Caruso. Yeah. Jade? No. Guys, based on how often he's played, you must think Sinbad is the greatest. That's from the total package. Yeah, he's right up there. Vinny Favorito, Doug, remember him? He came right. in here and he let us all have it. God damn it. Yeah, Mr. Vegas. He gave us quite a shellacking. <laughs> you know you don't have any any comedic ability when you're just going after people for, oh, man. Were you, were you were you on furlough or were you there for that one? I was sadly there. I, I wanted to furlough myself halfway through it. I was <laughs> trying to email management to see if we could get a furlough done. I was in his crosshairs. He said I looked like one of the station salesmen. But he was also going to, like, what was it? Like, Sunset Hills, like, VFW? <laughs> right. Like, to do, right. like, a Orlando dinner Ga set. Orlando Gardens yeah. for the... It's like, to smell a broccoli cheddar soup and... Number one slide. comedian in all of Vegas, he said. <laughs> in Ben No way, man. Here's a response from uh, Meredith. I said, Mark is on the Riz show. Any chance he can stop by our studio when he's done? I'm not sure because I didn't set it up. He did, I think. Sorry. Oh, we got shaded. No, she didn't set it up. I guess Riz set it up by mm -hmm. himself. Sometimes comedians don't want to be the least funny in the room. You know, obviously. Right. You know, guys. Pretty hard in this room. <laughs> yeah. 
Jackson, let's go stand outside the studio. He comes in, just grab him and bring him in. Ooh. I don't know. That's <laughs> a, that's a, no, you don't have to. You don't have to grab him when you see him. When you see him, say, "Hey, Mark, uh, I'm Jackson. I produce uh, the morning after show right here. You got time to step in and say hi to the boys?" Uh, All I can say is no. It's kind of uncomfortable though to do that. Any when he didn't expect to Not have really. to do that. Well, I mean, sure, I he knows. Rap. He knows what material he's going to use. I listen to his podcast all the time. So. Oh, do you really? Oh, yeah. I've, yeah. I've listened to it. I don't listen to every one of them. He had a really good conversation with Killian Murphy recently. Well, you love that Killian Murphy. I think he's outstanding. Oh, oh yeah. Doug, do you like Killian Murphy? Uh, we just watched Batman uh, yeah. Begins, Jackson, the other yeah, day. Scarecrow. Love the Scarecrow. I think he was on That's the show Crashing, movie. too, with Pete Holmes. Killian Murphy was? No, the uh, Mark Maron. I think he was on that show. He had an arc. Don't say arc. <laughs> That's what it's called. I, I, I don't like it. Uh, this T-shirt is called the Miami Beach Art Deco that I'm wearing. Is that what it is? That's what it looks like. TMASTLShop.com. TMASTLShop.com. 10% off the entire site. You know, now that I'm looking at TMASTLShop.com, i got to tell you, there's some really nice designs on here. I wore the sweatshirt today. What do you got the morning after? It's kind of a Miami Vice League. Don't get me wrong, Miami on TMA. Yeah. It's all South Florida all the time around here. You can look at them all, and they're all 10% off. You can get them in T-shirts or in hoodies, a wide variety of colors as well including the one that I am wearing. Uh, TMASTLshop.com, 10% off everything this week as we unveil uh, new shirts and hoodies each day here because fall time is here. Prod Joe and Donnie Most wouldn't have screwed this booking up. Come on, Ken. Ned taught you better. That's some glove blogger Tom Traven. Crestine. Crestine. Yeah, you bring up Donnie Most. Yeah. One thing he did was talk and talk mm-hmm. and talk. Donnie Most. We have that in common. Again, I have nothing to do with it. All I can do is reach out to the promoter and right. say yes or no. So mm. that's all it is to it. I don't know Mark Maron personally. <laughs> no. But if you did, he'd, he'd be on. Well, if I knew him personally, he'd be in here right now. Well, sure he would be. Uh, Tim, when is the war gerbil coming out? Uh, that's from Little Dutch Boy. I know Mike Flanagan's going to be dropping it off or sending it out and... Uh, and we'll have it, and as soon as it uh, appears, we will have it on the uh, site. Doug War Gerbil. Is that yeah. something you're going to wear to the Missouri game? I probably will. I hope it has like a thought bubble and it just says squeak, squeak. Yeah. You know, are we doing the one you asked me about when you texted me? I don't know if I should say anything because oh, no, in case we're not doing it. I don't know. No, we're not doing it. Just added okay, the, don't the, the, the design. I forgot what it said. I bounce off designs from people here, and that one didn't didn't make the mustard. Is that, that what they call it? Cut the mustard. <laughs> Didn't make the grade. Yeah, that's better. Make the grade, <laughs> cut the mustard. Uh, 908 in St. Louis, good time to close out the 8 o'clock hour. Send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today. Jackson and I, sounds like we got a wide berth Thursday. Sounds like it. Yeah. Sounds like very little planning went into it again. Are we breaking? I'm going to go out and see if I can find Mark Maron. I would request not to just drag him in here. Yeah. Unless it's like a quick hit. That's awkward for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just—it's not. I wouldn't want that if I were him, and it, it puts him in a weird spot, and then it puts us in a weird spot because now we're—we know the guy's essentially a hostage, and right. I mean, he's got to act like he's. What do you? What do you himself. think? What's your? What's your? Uh... Yeah, it's it's kind of awkward. That's fine. Right? My death to Nikki Glaser, she came in. Well, I think that's a different story because you know, person... hear a lot. Yeah, I think she's heard. Of and you. you did DM her. Yeah, she never read it though. <laughs> no, oh. she said she read it. Yeah, Weren't you super, read it. super nervous? I, yeah, oh, yeah. Right. He yeah, was, was terribly yeah, was nervous. Sh- <laughs> he was shaking. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ryan Kelly, morning after, from the Michelob Ultra Studios.